Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne. Welcome to the first episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with Marianne Beckman-Berman. I'm very honored to be here on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And I thought I would share a little bit of how I got here. So today's episode is called Divine Synchronicity. So many times throughout my life, Divine Synchronicity has literally guided me. So in times of sadness, in times of joy, in times of confusion, Divine Synchronicity and these moments, the people that I meet, the encounters, that I have are what literally has ha just have guided me. And I wanted to just let you know that some people may look at me and the first thing they'll say is the voice that comes out of me does not necessarily match <laughs> what they expect. So my mother, I love you, mom. Thank you so much for all of your support and for helping me get to where I am today. So my mother, came to America from Kerala, India. And she met my father in Chicago. My father, Chicago, born and raised, uh, German and Polish descent. And um, perhaps even that may be questionable <laughs> with some of these DNA tests. But growing up, I never heard of Ayurveda. My mother coming from a Catholic family, even yoga wasn't a part of her upbringing. So the very first time I encountered yoga was after college. So if I went to college 1988 and I was on a five-year plan at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, Illinois, when I graduated, my older sister, Fran, invited me to take a yoga class at the community college. And this is probably the first sign when I looked back at my, when I looked upon my life and all the different connections. So my sister invited my mother and myself, and we took an eight week yoga class, a personal enrichment yoga class at Wright Community College in Chicago, Illinois. It's the new campus on Montrose or the newer campus for those of you who perhaps remember the campus on Austin. But the ironic thing is that Wright Community College is where my father actually attended, and he received an associate's degree, my goodness. So if he graduated high school in 1947, um, he was on a two-year plan right after that. So my first yoga class at Wright Yoga College with my mother and my sister, right upon graduating college, I had switched from a interior design major to a marketing in the business program. As soon as I took that yoga class, oh, I remember saying, oh my goodness, I want to be a yoga teacher. Okay. So this was in 1997 <laughs> and I knew I needed to continue with what I had just studied in marketing. So I worked in the marketing arena for nonprofits with Lutheran General Hospital when they merged to become Advocate Healthcare. I also worked as the 
Director of Meetings and Events for the American Concrete Pavement Association, headquartered in Skokie, Illinois. And while I was working in Skokie for the ACPA, my husband and I had built a house up in the northern suburbs around Lake Illinois. So we were getting engaged, you know, we were soon to be married, thought we needed to follow the typical path. You know, having a house built, we're going to have a family there, but things did not exactly go as planned. I do recall really falling in love with yoga at that time. So the teacher that I met, Sylvia Mordini, at that time, she was out of Total Body Yoga in Mundelein, Illinois, and taking her first class, something spoke to my heart touched me in a way that that dream was alive and again. I remembered. I knew I needed to pursue this path. If anything, working in the corporate world, I tell you, my health was not the best. Um, I stayed up many late nights working budgets, oh, burning the midnight oil, working events 100 hours a week, never really taking that time for myself. So this path of yoga, when I would go to a yoga class, that 10 minutes of Shavasana, the Shavasana is the pose that should end all yoga classes where it's a final relaxation. You're on your back, on your mat, room is quiet. And I would find that that 10 minutes, and oftentimes today it might only be two minutes, five minutes that we have devoted for that. But that would be more restful than my entire night of sleep. I would wake up exhausted. I was chronically exhausted. But after a yoga class, wow, I had such clarity. I had such focus. I had energy. And so I became or I, I worked, I remember, from home one day a week while I would do yoga teacher training, thinking I would just teach part-time, even a class here and there. You know, my yoga teacher, Sylvia, always incorporated Ayurveda. And she inspired me so much so to read Deepak Chopra's Perfect Health book. So that was a popular book at the time. And reading that book, I'll admit the first chapter very focused on quantum physics. Um, I probably had to skip over some of that. But starting with the second chapter, when I really understood the connection to the elements of the space, the air, the fire, the water, the earth, and how it literally equates to absolutely everything from our physical um, composition to what we see outside in nature, to how we handle our emotions, our, um, our thoughts, the way we speak. Everything can be tied back to the elements. And I'm one of six children. So <laughs> my parents had six, I'm the third. And you can't help but go through life where you're being compared to your siblings. So as the third child, I recall every teacher in grade school comparing me to my brother, to my sister. If anything, the words that they used were, 
you're not like your brother. You're not like your sister. Why can't you be more like your brother? Why can't you be more like your sister? Okay, this is what I heard for many years. Going to high school, I also followed my sister, Fran, my older sister. She's 18 months older. And so even in high school, <laughs> I, I was never the only Beckman. <laughs> and eventually going to Mother Guerin Catholic High School, an all-girls high school, I even had my younger sister, Diane, there. You know, looking back on it, is that not a blessing? to be in high school with two of your sisters. My high school has since been torn down um, as there's been a lot of changes with the Catholic education system, especially. But nonetheless, it was there and it served such an important time in my life. In high school, again, we never talked about yoga. We never talked about um holistic health even. But when I look at a folder that I had kept throughout the years, this, by the way, is an Ayurvedic concept of kapha because only a kapha earth element would actually keep something for this long. So if you know anybody who holds on to things, keep in mind that that's likely their kapha nature. But when I look through this folder, I came across a 17-page handwritten paper that I wrote on herbal remedies. All of the different classes from the analgesics um, to the rejuvenatives, um, astringents. I was in shock because I did not even recall doing that after all these years. You know, you forget certain memories. As my guest, Jerry Show from college, she's going to be coming up after the commercial break. She can attest to, we've been reminiscing and talking about all the divine synchronicity that even brought us together and why we're here today. So when I found Ayurveda, thanks to my 200-hour yoga teacher, Sylvia, I knew I needed to learn more. I am so grateful living at that time in the northern suburbs of Illinois, I was able to commute to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where my dear teacher, Pat Layton, and her friend, Cheryl Silberman, had opened up a school, Kanyakumari Ayurveda Yoga Education. Now, my teachers, Pat and Cheryl, when they learned Ayurveda, they had to fly all the way to California once a month to the California College of Ayurveda. So I was most grateful that I literally had a program where I was able to drive on Friday evening. I was able to spend the night at the school on Friday night, Saturday night, staying actually in the yoga room on an air mattress so that I could be there Fridays, evening, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. When you find what you love, you know that doing this was no effort whatsoever. It was pure joy. And when I learned Ayurveda, the very first class, the very first class, 
our teacher had mentioned that if Ayurveda is meant to be in your life, it will find you. It's often not something that the average person, the everyday person stumbles upon in their life. We're going to talk more about some of these encounters with the people you meet in life. And perhaps they are there to put a message. So although my teacher, my 200-hour teacher, Sylvia and I have not communicated in many, many years, nonetheless, she planted a seed in me that forever changed the course of my life. And I will always be grateful for her and all the other teachers that inspired her to pass this message. So that's a little bit about how I found yoga first and then Ayurveda. Once I did my year one program, and if I recall the year one Ayurveda program, 300 hours back then, this was in 2008, 2009. I also completed my year two Ayurveda advanced studies with Patricia Layton. At that time, she moved from Milwaukee to LaGrange, Illinois at Bhavana Institute, along with her dear friend, Kathleen Wright, at the Garden of Yoga. Phenomenal, phenomenal women who literally have been carrying this wisdom forward. So Pat Layton, she was actually Iyengar's first director of his yoga institute in San Francisco. So this was back when she, I believe at that time, had her master's in anatomy and physiology and was on her path through the Himalayan Institute. And Kathleen Wright, to this day too, she has a wonderful studio teaching the alignment of the Iyengar lineage. So there's been so many changes throughout yoga and the different forms that you may see today or in the world. But the main message with yoga, Ayurveda, is that they really and truly are for everyone. Oftentimes, people look at me with Indian heritage as, oh, it really, it applies to you. I now try to tell people, it's really only for you if you believe fire's hot, water's wet, air is light and dry. And if we can learn to cook on our kitchen stoves and not burn our pots, if we can learn to cook on our stoves and not burn our house down, we can certainly learn to eat our food and have this food cook in our inner stoves without creating all this inflammation that is at the root of so many health issues. So today's topic, divine synchronicity, is much more lighthearted. Ayurveda covers the gamut from the mental, the physical, of what is possible because the path of health must parallel or the path of enlightenment, a lot of people meditating today, a lot of people looking for this inner peace, inner wisdom. They hear all the um, kudos about what happens when you meditate. And there's other paths 
to, to get there. But when some people aren't able to get there, I apologize if I'm stumbling. So thank you all. I appreciate <laughs> you listening to me. We do have our first commercial break. So my Vata on the air, those of you who know me, the Vata air and space element is my nature. <laughs> when it, and when it gets high, it can take over. So I want to just say thank you for tuning in. And when we come back, I will have my dear sorority sister, my dear friend, Jerry Shobe, Director of Intuitive Training. She can be found at intuitivepossibilities.com. And we will be sharing more of stories on divine synchronicity. Stay tuned. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th. At 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866 472 5791. That's 866 472 5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with Marianne Beckman-Berman. I'm most grateful for my sorority sister, Jerry Shobe, for being my first guest. So Jerry is the Director of Intuitive Training and Life Mastery Practices at Intuitive Possibilities. Jerry was guided like clockwork to awaken her clairvoyant abilities after college where she met me. After many years studying and mastering meditation, spiritual healing, and clairvoyance, she now gives clairvoyant readings to those interested in the great mystery. Jerry also teaches an online intuitive training program for those souls who are speaking spirit who are seeking spiritual guidance, tools to see clearly, 
a sense of community and support in expressing their unique self in this world. Please welcome Jerry Shope. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, you're welcome. I'm just so honored to be here for your show. So can I first tell the listeners why I selected and asked you, invited you to be my guest? Absolutely. And you're much further along in terms of admitting and and, and claiming a lot of your gifts. Um, I will say that when we reunited in 2014 for our SIU and our Sigma Kappa reunion, and how about that? They were tearing our, our sorority house down, right? So we see how things have to be torn down and things must end to, to, to start anew. But the one thing that I remember most clearly is you and I roomed together. And at that time, we literally had not probably stayed together in over 20 years. And we just picked up where we left off. It was incredible, incredible. And you flew into Milwaukee. I picked you up in Milwaukee. You even took one of my yoga classes. I believe at that time it was at Prairie Sunshine Yoga Studio in Gray's Lake. And then we drove all the way down to Southern Illinois to just catch up and reminisce. But when we were staying at the hotel and we were driving on, I believe, Route 13, you and I were driving, talking, and the next thing I know, I was speedy. And I said, oh, I better slow down. I'm going too fast. Uh, and within, within moments, there was a cop off to the side of the road with a radar gun. And you said to me, aha, how did you know that? Okay. So that was one of the moments that I even, that question that I, that I had to question for many, for many years. Huh. Did somebody tell me? Was it, was it some of, was it my guide? Was it an angel? One of my ancestors that told me and I didn't even hear them and I just automatically, ooh, and I automatically reacted. Um, did I sense it? You know, so you, when we met in college, you had no idea I would be a yoga teacher. I had no idea you would be a meditation teacher. So I want you to now share how you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you've got these gifts and can come around to all your hundred sorority sisters and say, hey, I'm a medium. <laughs> well, I think the truth of the matter is I didn't for a long time. Uh, in fact, I started having visions shortly after the very first meditation class I took at age 23, uh, recommended to me by the bank CEO that, where I was working. It was very practical. This is, I too was not indoctrinated into any spiritual information growing up, even in college. We lived a regular college, you know, life. But I was introduced, just invited to a, a meditation class. And within weeks, uh, I walked into the CEO's or the CFO's office of the bank that I was working at one Monday morning. And he said, guess what I did over the weekend? And as I put a report on his desk, I, I looked up to the sky and I said, well, you jumped out of a plane. And his face got white, his mouth dropped open, and he said, who told you? 
And I said, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought it was playing. And he said, my children bought me a skydiving lesson for my birthday, for my 50th birthday this weekend, and I did it. At the time, I did not know that that was natural clairvoyance. All I knew is that I was sensitive to things and I had information coming to me. And then like clockwork, I too was guided not just to that meditation class, but eventually to my own group of healers and psychics to do training. And that's where I found my certainty. My certainty came after, you know, essentially years of, of training, all pretty much to heal myself like you. I sought out the meditation work to heal myself from just the regular physical, emotional life experiences that one has, you know, one happen, has. Yeah. So I think people should understand that this is a natural thing, but it's not until you validate it and not until you get permission to really look at how it works that it, for a lot of people, then it comes forward. Yeah. And back to the divine synchronistic moment, when I meditated one day, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I have so much work here to do. Got this new show. Who am I going to have? Oh my goodness. Who am I going to call? Who's Who in the world? I was in that typical state of overwhelm and not in a surrender state and allowing it to come. So oftentimes when I find myself like that, literally almost frozen, I've learned, you know what, just stop, meditate, all right? Tap into my breathing, clear the head, and lo and behold, it'll pop into me. It'll pop into my space. It'll pop into my knowing. It'll pop into my field. And I have so many notebooks and so many notes because I'm constantly writing down some of the information I get. And as soon as I meditated, I wrote down. And mind you, I had not now talked to you since our last reunion when I dropped you off um, in your hometown. So you're from central Illinois, green up, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So we literally, I mean, as much as we have in common coming from Illinois and our college and our sorority and even our path, we certainly... Um, have different accents. <laughs> we we have certain looks, but we still had so much in common. But literally writing down after meditation, Jerry Shobe, first guest. I wrote Thelma and Louise Trip, except ours. I wrote happy ending. Please, my mm -hmm. goodness. We're here today mm -hmm. because we had a happy ending to our Thelma and Louise trip. Mm -hmm. We were roomies. And I even wrote down, I still have the waterbed sheet that we shared. So it's ironic that Jerry and I, at one time, just to put ourselves through college, we had an opportunity to stay for the summer, and there was a room for rent, but the but part of the deal was you can't move the waterbed. I mean, who has a waterbed today? <laughs> okay, so it was a king-size waterbed, and it had to stay there, and we bought sheets, and Jerry, you literally were even looking out for me in college, okay? So I am so honored that you're here helping me 
in supporting me for this show. Okay. So wait, one last thing with this, with this waterbed sheet. Oftentimes I need confirmation. I need, I need signs three times. Okay. Because I want to know without a shadow of a doubt before I do things too. Because when you're, when you're still dealing with a lot of people in the left brain mode, huh? And in, in, in the education system, in, in the healthcare system, we, we need to kind of walk that, that, that line and just be careful as I've come to learn. Okay. But literally I said, I need another sign. And I had written down about the waterbed sheet and lo and behold, how this show happened. I'm on crutches right now. That's a story for another day. Okay. If there's time at the end, I'll, I'll mention it. And I needed to find a tablecloth for a show I was exhibiting at. And since I'm on crutches, I needed my husband to look in the other room. And he literally comes out of the other room saying, is this what you're, this is all I can find if this is what you're talking about. And it was that waterbed sheet. Okay. My heart literally fluttered um, because with all this concern of AI even reading our minds and the future and and kind of programming people, this is something that you cannot program, okay? <laughs> so please, Jerry, I want you to continue here because this is one of the experiences, just one of many that I had meditating. You now have literally dedicated your life to meditation. So if you can please speak to the listeners on maybe some of your divine synchronistic moments. Yes. Well, I would love to also um, tell your listeners that there's my side of the story about you writing my name down and oh, getting yes. your message. I uh, did see a, a Facebook post that you were announcing it, that the your show, and then I got, I had the thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to be on her show with her? And I called you the very, apparently the very next day after you wrote my name down on this paper, I out of the blue called you. And for me, how this is divine synchronicity because we are not alone in our journeys. You and I have never, we, we're living different lives. We're now living in different states. But we, we have been living very similar paths of awakening and uh, teaching. But we have been there for each other in these critical moments. And that reunion was a critical moment. One, college was a critical moment when we were opening ourselves to finding out who we really were. And here we were together, like two peas in a pod. We, we shared a waterbed. I just if that tells people how much you and I, you know, resonate with each other, like we yeah. literally slept on the same moving water and somehow and it wasn't a problem. We had, and in thinking about that today, I guarantee you two roommates that do that would have a whole other added stress and have to explain. I mean, goodness, this was something that you and I literally, I want to say we paid basically um, $50 a month each to share that space. Okay. <laughs> and um, I remember 
the fact that um, I would I would stay up late. You were you were clearly an old soul even then. So while most of us had college jobs and I stayed that summer, I remember I was having fun every night. Goodness, this is why I found Ayurveda because I absolutely did a number to my own to, to my health. Okay, <laughs> so I had alopecia areata. I was going bald in college. You know, my goodness, the diet that we had. I mean, we knew nothing about the processed foods. None of us were drinking water. Um, goodness, we were drinking way too much beer. Um, but literally, we had those experiences. And you, you were working at University Mall. You had a real job. And you even invited all of your sorority sisters to come for your big grand opening debut at University Mall. Well, this is true. I have been a businesswoman since the get-go. Before I even, you know, I, I popped uh, into the business world very easily. And that's some, a, a place that I have, to me, into my all my intuitive training, it coincided with a, you know, a 20-year uh, banking career uh, as a database consultant. Very, you know, uh, rational, uh, analytical career. However, the intuitive, you know, part of us, the desire to heal, desire to, to, to study meditation and life mastery practices is what enabled you and I to have the, ex whatever the experience we needed to have on this planet and then transcend it. We're talking about transcendence and then into teaching. And we've, the synchronicity of being there for each other in these points of time and just showing up to validate each other. And and I bet you there's a lot of people in your audience listening to this who have had moments in time where people just show up with a single answer at the, exactly what they needed when they needed it to put them on their path or to help them direct themselves. And that is an amazing thing and uh, to be aware of. Yeah. And what you're talking about too is certainly something that I know I needed to train myself to do. So rather than just going about my day, not even at looking at people at the store, for instance, if I was grocery shopping, literally just in my own world, got to get this, got to get that, got to get home, got to cook up. I then started to really and truly be more mindful of the people I would come across. And then I started to realize sometimes, wow, I just bumped into one of my students in aisle 17 at the grocery store. And she was with her mother. And this one particular student, I remember over the course of a 16-week semester, she lost 60 pounds. But when you see someone day in, day out, you don't always see that. But meeting her mother in the aisle, my student's mother even gave me a big hug. And I looked at that because, yes, that was just a wild moment. And as you go on this path, you start having more of these moments where you say, unbelievable. If I were just one aisle over, I would have completely missed that. You know, so so it's trusting sometimes that when you meet these people and if somebody is now even in the aisle with you, I now even 
go out of my way sometimes to just smile, say hi, right? How about you, Jerry? Absolutely. And one of my most synchronous moments is when I moved out uh, to San Francisco. I gave myself three days to find an apartment. I had a job offer uh, in downtown San Francisco. And for the first two days, I had a leasing consultant and I was, I just couldn't find an apartment. I called a person I had met an entire year ago when traveling on business in San Francisco. I, I called them and I said, this is difficult and I'm having a hard time. And they gave me this one little piece of advice. They said, well, life is like a baseball game. You either watch it from the bench or you get up, have the courage to swing the bat. I got it. I that next day I fired the leasing consultant and I went into San Francisco. I got online and I found my apartment and I became into San Francisco and I never met that person again. They were there in my life to make this one thing happen for real. We are all supported. We oh, just that have to is trust beautiful. it. Beautiful. And we're going to go for our second commercial break. And when we come back, hear more of Jerry and my, our stories of divine synchronicity, and perhaps maybe think about some of the people that have appeared in your life. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now back to the show. Thank you for listening to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. I'm Marianne Beckman-Berman, back with my guest, Jerry Shobe, Director of Intuitive Training with Intuitive Possibilities. So 
Jerry, I have a question for you. A lot of what you're teaching in meditation is what we in the yoga world consider what we're teaching as well. And we've got our ways through poses, through the breathing practices, through what we call the eight limbs of yoga. And we know that not everybody wants to actually look into yoga, right? But we know that meditation is for everyone, whether they <laughs> know it or not. So how do you go about training people in becoming more intuitive? Well, the yoga sciences are oh, amazing in that they literally teach you how to calibrate from the physical levels upward to spirit, right? Yes. Uh, through poses, through information. And you, we also learn and uh, by opening from spirit downward and bring spiritual information down in the body. So intuitive training simply seeks to place you into alignment, uh, into the center of your head, and brings your level of awareness to your thought system, to the chakras. It teaches you how to see the difference between your information and just the general information that you collect up, you know, uh, like on your dirty windshield <laughs> on your car, on your aura. It teaches you how to manage the energy, heal your chakras, clean, clean your aura, and be in alignment and start to see intuitively everyone can see intuitively what the training does is that we help people learn how to calibrate their body how to heal themselves on a mental level and then how to turn off the analyzer how to turn off all this analytical information that mind you i became a you know for 15 20 years i was an expert at that uh the analysis However, we teach you how to turn that off and just learn to look and see from your intuitive anatomy. Yeah. And I always say that there's so many similarities. Ayurveda really and truly can be a hard sell. The term Ayurveda itself, Ayur, comes from Ayus, which means life. And Veda is usually translated as wisdom, oftentimes science. And Ayurveda is the science that was literally downloaded in a state of meditation. So the rishis, the sages, when they were in that state of meditation, this was the information that was downloaded in how we can live life with more peace and harmony. So the definition of health in Ayurveda is all about being in balance with nature. And when you're out of balance, you've got unease, disease. And we look in Ayurveda about, I always talk about the elements, the space, the air, the fire, the water, the earth. And it's beautiful because the deeper you go into the Sankhya philosophy, which is the root of both yoga and Ayurveda, which are considered sister sciences, you really begin to see why those with more air element for instance, and space element are naturally more intuitive, okay, because they're lighter. We can look at it from a qualitative perspective. Um, we find that those, for instance, 
who have more earth element. Either, these are the ones that have more of, say, the, the clear aliens, the ones that can smell, right? And it, it's, it's the pitta, the fire elements, the fire organ is the eyes. So oftentimes the fire elements are the ones that have more of the, the scene, you know, so it, 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 it's incredible that you and I truly are teaching people how to have more clarity in all these realms, whatever we call it, literally. And that's yes. one of the reasons why I have you here. And I wanted you as my first guest, because back to that divine synchronicity, you know, I know you've had some heartache in your life. I certainly have had my heartache, but your birthday, June 11th. You know, that day is the day that my husband and I found my sister when she took her life. And it's something that you don't just think about, you know. So June 11th forever is etched in my head. <laughs> but I recall seeing a Facebook post, you know, the happy birthday message. And all of a sudden, boom, right? Like a light bulb. Oh my goodness, what is that? How you see these connections that we can't always explain. But I know that there is no, that there is absolute divine synchronicity in the fact that that was my sister's exit. You were born and we're here connected on a greater, on a greater scheme. And this is what I'm saying. Sometimes when you see these connections, it brings about deeper understanding. It actually brings about peace. And rather than me even focusing on sadness and all the guilt, instead, oftentimes, I'm blown away with awe and wonder. Okay? And, 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 and you're just living proof. Okay? Well, you have a soul sister, right? Yes. You had a, you had a birth sister who's? a soul sister too, and you have a soul sister in me. And I think that the miracles happen when we allow ourselves to, you know, find peace and neutrality with the things, you know, that we, you know, uh, endure, you know, the things that happen to us in this, this world. And when we open to the joys that are also there, it doesn't deny that you had that experience on June 11th, right? It's that's still there. It's honored. It's but now you also have a soul sister that was born on June 11th that can't be denied that, oh, wait a minute, the divine always does bring us back to life, brings us back to the eternal life. And and that you're sister has and is an eternal being just like you and i why do we why were we so aligned in college why can we pick up at a heartbeat and never miss a note it's because we're eternal beings and we're so we were meeting and supporting each other on our journeys which happens for everyone everyone has their soul families pop up some during their lifetime, sometimes to stay, sometimes just at critical moments. Mm -hmm. But it's to remind ourselves of the divine is running in the background here of the all. 
Yes. And it brings me back to one of the sayings that I often use in my life. People come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, and you never know which one until it ends. So going, you know, through the years, you know, when we left college, I think you graduated 92 and I was 93. Back then, you know, most of us still lived at home. <laughs> and we we left college giving each other our parents' landline numbers. So, you know, and addresses. And and we really didn't have all the technology and the tools available today to connect like this. So when I took a course at at the community college where I taught, I took because I was a marketing major and I took a course on Facebook, LinkedIn, and um, Twitter, all the social media. And I realized this is really and truly a unique opportunity to reconnect and to see who you connect with. And because we were literally in college with over 100 people <laughs> or 100 sorority sisters. And even I walked, I had friends both in the Greek life and non-Greek life. So it's it's amazing just to reconnect with everybody because we really and truly shared a special time in our life. And I feel that you and I are still able to connect. I, I'm personally one to try to bring, I'm always inviting others to come along, hey, reconnect, reconnect. And, and, and you see that oftentimes not everybody has that, that same energy. So I feel that this is why I'm here, why I was guided to have you on this platform as well, because we have never stopped. <laughs> We've worked hard our whole lives. And maybe I, I, I will admit I had to kind of go inward. And when you came to my house in Round Lake, at that time, I had left the corporate world. I was in the midst of a short sale because I literally was so burnt out through figuring out what I'm doing, multiple miscarriages. And that's when I realized, you know, Marianne, you need to figure out what it is you want, get your health together because you can always have a job, all right? You can always go and get another job, but you've only got this amount of time to really do what you need to do, you know? So I feel that even though today that I don't have kids, this path has only helped me find my purpose. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> I planned all this. <laughs> there's there's, there's um, this dance between fate and free will. So in further weekly episodes, we'll talk more about that. Um, I want to give you an opportunity, Jerry, because you're kind of talking about how you can help people find more clarity. But do you have any new classes coming up? I do. And can I first just give you a shout out for your yoga teaching? Because in that uh, reunion trip, I took one of your yoga classes. And for the first time ever, I understood yoga. I was amazed that I I had the thought, oh, oh, this is what yoga is. Oh, she has the information here. Oh, thank so, you. Um, I do have classes. I've, uh, this is an exciting day for me. This, um, I have, uh, a graduation ceremony this, 
this evening for some clairvoyant graduates. And we will be uh, onboarding our next class of clairvoyant students in our intuitive pr training program coming soon. And that's an eight-week uh, onboarding process to just give basic information about intuitive anatomy, how to manage your energy, how to meditate. That is a, a supporting process in, you know, our training. And we uh, seek to have a supportive sanctuary for people, a safe place to not to learn and practice. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, congratulations to your graduates. They are truly lucky to be learning from you, knowing again your commitment, your dedication, your organization, even as um, all your roles, even in the sorority. Um, so I look forward to hearing more about what you're up to. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we were able to connect like this. And I will look forward to, you know, our next Sigma Kappa reunion. I mentioned that, hey, you and I, it would be wonderful to be able to go around to these sorority houses to actually, you know, teach them some yoga and meditation, just like we did, remember, at the reunion, or at least I was able to teach a yoga class. And it's something that it would be wonderful to be able to plant that seed. And no, I don't know how receptive we would have been, but considering how and where the world is today, um, they're more open to yoga. Okay. So thank you again, ready. Jerry. We can find more information on Jerry Shobe at intuitivepossibilities.com. If you like today's show, please tune again, tune in again on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. or on your favorite podcast. And be sure to visit HealthySpirals.com. Namaste. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.